0: And I think you're in that same boat with, you're good at a lot of things. And I think you're great at a lot of things that you don't know you're great at. And with the help of Allison and your friends and pe- what people, that's it's going to take someone pointing those things out because you're not going to realize how good you are at it.
1: what's going on everybody welcome back to almost cool jordy over here marty that beautiful bastard over there i believe
0: yeah are you there yeah 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 i'm here i think can you hear me okay excellent great i'm over here i swear what's going on buddy how are you today dude i'm all right um i was telling you man i've had a fucking week uh in like a good and bad way like i just had i had a yeah. super busy work schedule but it was like one of those weeks where life and work was just going full force and <laughs> like on monday tuesday and wednesday I had some friends coming in to visit um so i was after work would go out and try to entertain and you know host and beautiful right. lovely friends coming through uh shout out haley on her way to maine she, like, stopped in, um, and uh, she's the friend that I told you, like, her life's like a movie where she travels yeah. and bounces around, so she actually actually came through. She's going to a seasonal job up in Maine, so we got to see her for a few days, so we were hosting that, and on Wednesday, I went to an awesome fucking concert. I went to Alex Cameron, and... Hell yeah. And he was, he was so funky, dude. He was, like, he was just getting it the whole time, but... This whole week, I've had to be up at five or five thirty in the morning for work, and so Eesh. I go from you know I went to the concert. It actually got pushed back an hour, so the like the concert started <laughs> at ten. So I got home at like midnight, twelve thirty, and then I was up at five, and that happened all week. I had four and a half hours, five hours of sleep each night, and then got up and worked ten hours a day for my job. And I, Holy dude, shit. I was dra- I'm drained. I. I yesterday i have never like been this adamant about i'm not doing anything but uh (laughs) k-dog texted me and was like hey are you feeling okay like you want to do anything tonight and i was like no absolutely not i'm going home i'm gonna gonna, like sleep for (laughs) three days do not talk to me do not text me um and I was saying that to, like, my mom, my brother, like, my roommates. I was like, no one, no one. And I'm like, you know, I'm a extremely social guy. I, like, love interactions. But I was I told everyone, get the hell away from me. Good yeah,
1: Lord. <laughs> Hermit Martin weekend, dude. Dude, for real. Yeah, I'm not
0: doing anything. <laughs> I've had enough fulfillment this week for... Like all of those activities, so this week I'm just like, whew, this week K Dog's going away too, so like there's no pressure on like having to do anything. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like almost like God, there is a God. Like, <laughs> that's hilarious.
1: Where's she headed?
0: <laughs> uh, where is she headed? She's headed to some bridal uh, bachelorette weekend thing for one of her friends. Yeah. Um. So she's going out to Wildwood, which is a beach in New Jersey. And she'll just be hanging oh, out there for jazzy. the for the weekend. So I'm um, uh, I'm a free man. I'm a free man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah, so well
1: I'm happy for you, buddy. Yeah. I'm happy for you. We got through. Definitely it. We get some snooze in the end, boy. Yeah, how's your week? Well been, deserved. Man? Dude, so um my barber uh I think I told you this last time I got a haircut, but uh my normal barber he i went in and they told me he's like oh yeah he's gonna be out of town for two weeks i was like oh shit okay cool so i had somebody else at the shop cut my hair that day yep um and so tuesday i went to go get a haircut again and i called up the barber shop i was like hey is Juan there and they're like oh dude he's gone like he never came back (laughs) he's just
0: like what he's mia just gone (laughs)
1: Not MIA, but he's like, yeah, he just decided he was going to stay out and wherever he went. I was like, oh, my God, man. Mm-hmm. So I am on a mission to find a new barber. Um, it's Like I said, I went in on Tuesday. Uh, I saw reviews for the spot downtown called uh, Bear and Bull. Um, <laughs> stock trading slash haircuts. No, it's like... <laughs> uh, <laughs> so i go in i got an appointment and then like (laughs) the guy the guy who's going to be cutting my hair i think his name is andrew really sweet guy man but like i have never seen someone on so much cocaine in my entire life while he's cutting your hair (laughs) oh dude this man you want to talk about off the wall man like had to like they put him in the back room with the door open just in case he needed to run out or for some reason that's my that's my assumption anyway like <laughs> super sweet guy super personable but like he kept on asking me questions yeah and would not let me answer the question that he just asked. He would answer them for me.
0: <laughs> he was having a whole he's conversation like, be- <laughs> with himself.
1: Bruh. He's like, what'd you do yesterday? I was like, oh, well, I was like, oh, you probably went out to the strip club. How are you getting hammered at the bars, boy? Yeah, you doing this, doing that. Yeah, I understand, man. I get it. I get it. I was like, Jesus Christ, man. Like, let me live. And, like, he ended up singing. A song that lasted no lies six minutes. Oh. He stopped the haircut to sing about my last name because he saw that my name was Hooter. And he just like <laughs> he went on a tirade. <laughs> what, was he singing like the Who or something? Like what was that? <laughs> I don't know. It's I improv, have no idea, man. Like just improv. Yeah, literally just making up some words as he goes along. I was like, wow, that's actually pretty good. But uh the if it was all that, that's totally fine. I would have gone back. Mm-hmm. But this man, he's like, hey, do you want me to, uh, you know, shape up your facial hair? I was like, yeah, sure. Go for it. This man ends up shaving my mustache clean off. And it's like, yo, why'd you do that? I haven't seen my upper lip in two years. Like, why are you it's- doing this to me? <laughs> <Like>, oh, no. <laughs> and like... He's like, oh, I thought you wanted a. I I thought you looked pretty good with a chin strap, man. I was like, chin strap, man? I, who am <laughs> I, 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 Jason Derulo? <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, like, that was weird. And, like, I don't know. Like, honestly, not a bad haircut, I feel like. No, you if look you great. Left, if you would have left a little bit more length on top, it would have been money. But, I don't
0: know, it's a. Fresh as fuck fade,
1: boy. Yeah, I was like, gonna say. Really I was good. gonna
0: say you're really, you're looking good. It's not a bad haircut at all. Oh, thanks, man.
1: Oh, it's not a bad haircut at all. Nowhere near as bad as my last haircut was. That one, <laughs> I think I said it. <laughs> and I Say it again. I looked like the love child of Richard Spencer and Macklemore, and it was. <laughs> <up>. <laughs>
0: Yo, this is not this good. is funny because I uh, I know this sounds really random. I just I'm just been thinking. I've been doing a social experiment uh, the past couple of weeks, uh, maybe even months, and I'm really curious, like the battle of the sexes of when I'm hanging out with women and when I'm hanging out with men. What are the main things that we talk about when it comes to Like opening up and being vulnerable, and what are the insecurities that we feel? And I've been just taking little notes on like what conversations Mm -hmm. I've been having with the the different sides of um, that perspective. (coughs) Excuse me. Oh my god! (laughs) I'm gonna die. (laughs) And over here, (coughs) taking you out, man. You just got sniped with the tranquilizer dart. No, go ahead and open that up <laughs> it's friday man i'm drinking today that's for sure wow oh, man i've got
1: an arnie palmy boy oh. in one of the ugliest cups that i've ever seen <laughs> that i caught from mardi gras so i just opened up a good old ying Yang. so um oh, yang lang man. oh yang lang yeah tell me your uh tell me your findings
0: yeah no so i it's funny because um i was i'm really trying to hone in what people feel comfortable talking about in a sense where obviously people have different things that they talk about and what they go in depth with. But I've started to notice some trends of insecurity in men and women and like listening to a bunch of podcasts and, and kind of talking with my friends and just having all these sorts of conversations. I uh, kind of narrowed it down. Like women specifically have a, a really big insecurity and they talk a lot about it. And this is specifically with me. About body image and weight issues, and men mm-hmm. from my conversations have talked about hair and hair loss, and both of those are still like body image based and i I thought it was really interesting because these conversations were not prompted like I didn't go in with the question of like what makes you insecure and what makes you know like it was just like <laughs> I kind of noticed uh there has been moments where people started opening up and how they feel about things. And most of the time, these are the things that they talked about in, uh, in being men and women. And it was kind of, I don't know, it was just kind of interesting. Like, we're talking about hair and I'm losing my hair. Like, my hairline's going back. You can see that. Like, and I never really, it's like just recently that I'm like, oh, I've noticed I'm thinning or I like, you know. <laughs> yeah. And and I and I don't know how to feel about it. I'm still like, yeah, it's hair. Like, I don't care. But I've had it my whole life. So now that it's kind of start going away, I'm like, did I – am I not appreciating it while I have it? Or like, you know, what's the cutoff? For? <laughs> just like – yeah. Know, the, the the thing with like a, a lot of – the, specifically the men talking about hair loss was when is the moment that you go, okay, I'm just going to shave my head. Like we're just <laughs> – we're going to – you know what I mean? Because I feel like that takes a lot. You know, you have to make such a big decision oh, yeah. of like – You've had hair your whole life and now you're losing it. And you, I'm I'm kind of nervous about restoration methods, you know, like keeping uh, what keeps or hymns or something keeps. like that. Yeah. I'm not saying they don't work. I'm just not, I'm not someone who can do the daily routine of taking something, putting something in my hair. Like I'll, you know, I, I wouldn't be able to do it. I just like wouldn't be able to keep up with it. Um, So right. I don't want to do that. So if I'm going to be losing my hair, I'm just going to be like, at that point, I'm just going to shave it off and I'm I'm just going to be bald with my mustache and all. <laughs> but it was, it, I just thought that was interesting. You know, I was like, this is, this is really eye opening for at least in the group of people that I've talked to, my sample selection is very small. So like, I can't extrapolate that to everybody, but it, it's just funny. I've heard it multiple times in, in multiple situations and. I, I like we're talking about haircuts. So I just was like, I need to find a new barber too, but I'm like <laughs> I'm like in the mode where I go, do I just shave my head at this point? Like <laughs> and Dude, I don't know. As
1: my uh as my father always says, if you can't grow it, mow it, man. That's uh
0: <laughs> That is awesome. If you can't grow it, mow it, baby. <laughs>
1: <laughs> mow it. Oh man, my dad, I feel uh my dad is on that line now where my dad's still kind of young. You know, he's still pretty young. He's, I think he's about to turn 50 uh, next year. Oh, nice. Uh, yeah. And my dad in his younger days had like a real solid head of hair. Yeah. Like looking, looking sharp. But now it's like starting to go away. And uh, <laughs> I can see him just like every time he goes to get a haircut. Um, I can just see the inner battle, the inner turmoil he has with it. <laughs>
0: it hurts man
1: and eventually he's just like you know what screw it and then he just like clips it himself he just shaves it all off you know like (laughs) it'll go like a buzz cut around yeah and then he'll let it grow out for another like three months and then he'll have to come to that crossroads again (laughs) yep dude i'm i'm there
0: dude that's uh oh man i'm thinking about getting rid of it and just not having to deal with it but i don't i don't know if i'm one of those people that can pull off a buzzed head, you know what I mean? I dude, I think I think you if you
1: have to take the hair off, man, I would just go bald, bald. I'm talking like
0: straight razor dome, to the dude. chrome? Yeah. <laughs> oh dude. my god, what if I have a weird shaped head? You know, what if I end up with Oh, man.
1: <laughs> that just means you have to grow your beard completely out. Like there is no just mustache. It is <laughs> the great migration. The, the flock <laughs> moving south.
0: <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing is I can't really grow the chin strap beard. It's like very patchy, but I can grow a mean stash. So I I might you just grow a mean mustache. I'm just going to keep it that up and uh but you know, I like this kind of conversations funny because I don't know if you felt this way. Obviously, I've had insecurities about um You know, I've had insecurities about my height before. I've had insecurities about how skinny I am. Like, all these different little things, but they've never been drastic enough to, I don't know how to describe, like, maybe uh, feel a lot about them. Like, they're there, and I think about them, but they're never enough to kind of make me feel bad or anything like that. And this this is the first thing that, like, a super big insecurity that I'm like... Oh, I don't know how I feel about this. Like, it could go really well. Yeah. It could go really bad. And who knows if it's gonna. And and you know, it's it, it's kind of funny because like insecurities only affect you. Because I was telling my roommates about it, and they're you know, all of them were saying, "Oh, we well, can just shave it. It's fine. Like you'll look great." And and it's like, man, I. Y'all don't. It's like you're not in my head, and you don't understand how much that means to me, <laughs> and like how it's just probably going to affect me. And it's like, <laughs> it's just I don't know. I'm I'm kind of just like low key freaking out. You know, I'm like, is am I getting to that point? I but you know, it. know, it's uh with with body image specifically with me, it's something that's kind of easy to tackle because a lot of people in my life validate me on my thoughts and opinions and feelings and me as a person. So it's. They never yeah. really have anything to say about, obviously, they go, Oh, you're a handsome man, or like, you know, like, don't worry. Like, obviously, I'm that, that's like a normal thing. But like, you know, I, like your image is something I don't think about when I'm around people I love. And then now that mm-hmm. my hair is such, such a defining factor of you sometimes. So, like, if it's all gone, it's like so noticeable when you get a haircut or like when you, yeah, you know, all those things. So it's so noticeable that you're like, Oh, this is the first thing someone's going to recognize or realize. I'm like, Ooh, I don't, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not quite there, but I'm on my way. Oh man,
1: yeah, man. Um, hopefully, um, what what's the uh, the hair gene? It's like, it's your mother's father is what you have, is how you're going to be.
0: Yeah, which I think and is a it- bullshit.
1: Yeah, yeah, my granddad. I think that's Punnett Square approved, dude. If I'm Is not it mistaken. real?
0: Oh God! Because <laughs> my my papa, my mom's mom or my mom's <laughs> my mom's dad, uh, has a full head of hair and it's super black. It's like you know, yeah. it's full. And then me, my brother, and my dad all have the same hairline. Like I mean, to the T. And my brother just now, yeah. he's thirty two and uh, thirty one, um, somewhere in that range. <laughs> and right. uh and he he decided to shave the head like he took he was like all right i'm shaving it and i'm like <laughs> the martin clan's just going to be full of bald dudes just hanging out just baldies man <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: man oh i love it man dude um <laughs> now nah, like, i'm a uh, <laughs> if it's bullshit then i have a very mixed bag of of hair in my family like my grandpa when he died like thick like into his what is his late 60s early 70s early 70s like thick ass head of hair like not even <laughs> white like it was like still just really gr- like that dark dark gray yeah like <laughs> boy had like a, a pompadour when he died it was amazing um but my uncle dude like my mom's brother like he started going bald when he was 19 Ooh. and like now he is just he made that. Just he made that jump years ago. <laughs> mm. Many moons, many moons have passed since since the yeah. razor has gone to that head. Um, <laughs> but me, like, I feel like I feel like I do have a little bit of recession right there. But I don't know. I don't think it's yeah. I got a little bit. But mm, who knows? Yeah, I was gonna. See, you look. But great the hair, news. man. The hair has always been. The hair has always been, like, what I call my best feature, <laughs> physically anyway. Like, like ever since I was a young boy, like, I just had a really great head of hair. Same. And uh, now, who knows? I oh, don't know. As much as I love it, who knows? Yeah. Maybe one day I'll just... I almost decided just to shave it not too long ago, just to see what it would look yeah, like. to see what... But it would... I know I got a wonky-ass head, and so... <laughs>
0: I know I got a mole or two on my head, so that's why I'm nervous. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, oh, no. Oh, man. Martin's going to be rocking the comb over here soon.
1: (laughs) Dude, I can't wear hats, man, because hats just don't fit me right. Like, (laughs) like, they are either way too small or way too large, and I thought i found one that fit my head pretty well but i guess my head stretched it out over time and so now it's just loose and it, like sticks out over here Yep. like i've kind of like a i have a very round head let's mm-hmm. just say that like my head's a bowling ball um it's a little just weirdly shaping in the back i don't fucking know <laughs> man <laughs> this is I, <laughs>
0: this is gonna sound like hypercritical, but i i have <laughs> high ears and like, like my ears are <laughs> my like ears. high up on my head, so like any hat that I put on, it makes my ears look like a kid who's playing t ball. You know what I mean? Like they're they're like flicking <laughs> like out, <the> switch <laughs> down. Yeah, exactly. Like I got wings, and so I have to like, I have to like find really tiny hats because like my top of my head is not very big. It's like I have right. a normal-sized head, but, like, the, the way my ears are, sh- like, on the height of my... I know, this, oh, it's so weird. I thought about this for years. <laughs> but it's like there's not enough space. Like, if I, if I put a hat on normally and wore it, like, right above my ears like you're supposed to, there would be, like, two inches above my head where the hat... <laughs> you know what I mean? It looks like I'm just floating a hat on top yeah. of my head. <laughs> so, like, it's hard, man. It's hard.
1: <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, I don't know, man. Maybe I'll uh, maybe I'll get a cowboy hat. Those seem to look pretty swell on me. Ooh. Oh man, but that's an investment. Yeah, it's a that's a, that's got, a dedication, yeah, man. Yeah, I was that's gonna a, say
0: five or ten gallons, you know, five or ten <laughs> gallons. <laughs> hey, Mister, <laughs> what's that card take? Mustard or ketchup? <laughs> And the only bad thing about that is I laugh like them. <laughs>
1: oh, it's so good, man. Well, let's let get into it. let's get yeah, into, let's it. Um, into it. Yeah, we're... dude. Twenty minutes about hair, man. That's a...
0: hey, it's mixed <laughs> in. And we're talking about you know insecurity. We're good. We're like. <laughs>
1: Dude, we blended it right in, man. Blended Tell you it what. Right. Yeah, <laughs> blended what, in. <laughs> What's on your mind, man? Oh, dude. So, um I do want to touch. So last week we were supposed to record, but once again, an almost cool faithful uh technical difficulties really put a damper on that. Um
0: <laughs> tried and true But baby. last week I I
1: really I really wanted to talk about um humility and how much that seems to be Um, hitting me. I've been humbled a lot lately. And the way I look at that, um, and let me preface also by saying like this conversation, I don't think is going to be strictly about humility. It's kind of branched off into um, feelings of inadequacy Mm -hmm. as well. Okay. And yeah. And uh, so eh, we don't have to get crazy, crazy deep into it. It's just my thoughts and feelings throughout the last couple of weeks. Um, but so like, I got the idea for this conversation uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, my friend, Zach, who I've been talking about lately, mm-hmm. who is like this amazing musician. I fucking love this kid. He's fucking great. Uh, he just graduated from Loyola's um, college of music. And like, he is a killer. Hell yeah. And, and uh so he invited me to go jam out with him and some of his classmates and friends and shit. I was like, "Oh, hell yeah, man. That sounds like so much fun." Yeah, it does. So, I went over and myself as a musician, I am I'm self-taught and I don't read music. I don't know how to read music. I don't know how to do a lot of things. I don't understand theory that well. I just know <laughs> hit drum at this time. Like
0: <laughs> me and you are in the floating in the same boat, dude. <laughs> like
1: I don't know. Like I, I don't think I'm bad by any means, but like playing with these guys who are far and away, like just so much better musicians than I am. Mm-hmm. I was like, my eyes were opened of just like, oh my god, like these guys are fucking amazing, yep. and it's like everything we're doing here is just spitballing and, and like there is no you know we've been practicing this one for weeks everybody uh, you know what to do alright boys yep <laughs> like it's none of that it's literally just it's like hey I had this idea and then everybody joins in yeah and it's yeah. so much fun I had such a good night and uh <laughs> but there are a couple parts uh, towards the end where I like fucked up pretty bad I was like oh shit like I totally ruined I totally threw <laughs> let me quote um, Emperor Cusco here and <laughs> i threw off the groove you threw off my uh, (laughs) groove i was like oh shit my bad guys my bad my bad and like these guys are so passionate about it and this is literally just it's a it's a big part of my identity but it's not my you know end all be all of who i am catch all yeah and so, like, these guys, that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And you can see it in how they play, and you can see it in how they talk about it. They're literally having a conversation. It's like, okay, we're going to go from, like, <laughs> like talking about all these different chord progressions and um, dive in pretty deep into the theory of what they're playing and i'm just like i don't understand a word <laughs> what y'all are talking about right
0: now
1: <laughs> but everybody's like oh yeah 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 makes sense yeah got it got it and uh but no i had like a really great time and i left and i texted zach this afterwards i was like dude like i was humbled and like in that good good way of like knowing that there is so much for me to learn and it makes me excited to learn those things yep um And so that carried over and I felt so great like being humbled. Like again, the way I look at humility is it's, I feel like I'm pretty solid when it comes to critiquing, uh, or taking criticism. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. There are things that I take very personally. And if I'm told I'm wrong about something, then I get kind of, yeah, they're kind of snarky. Definitely triggers for sure. Um, yeah. And, uh, but for the most part, when I, I just want to be better, I just want to. If there is a a better way for me to do something, I want to know it, and I want people to show me their way. Mm-hmm. You know, like yeah. I want to know. And uh, and I told him how like excited I was, and like I was like, dude, I, I just had such a blast. Like, thanks for inviting me out; it was fucking great. Um, but it felt like the humility train was coming in full force this week, dude. Like, it felt like every thing that I was trying to do that I view as a, a big piece of myself I was running into someone who was far and away better than I was mm-hmm. um and like I was talking to some uh of my friends a couple of my friends are like very good artists as well and you know like I enjoy doing like little cartoons and like drawing stuff and I I, I love it like it's so much fun to me mm-hmm. but and I know I'm not like amazing at it yeah um i'm a real like i won't say renaissance man but i'm like a a master of none a jack of all trades like absolutely, that absolutely yeah i feel what that. i am and um it's and i'm looking at their stuff who they like draw in their art style is pretty similar to mine but it's so much better than mine is and i was like fuck man like ah i don't understand how they did that like yeah, I'm not in the practice of it. Again, like, I enjoy doing art, but it's not my end-all, be-all. And so I'm not deep, deep into it. For sure. And I understand that's where it's at. It's just, like, far and away of me doing these things for years and, like, um, being kind of private about it. When I see other people, like, just Absolutely. the things I wish I was great at, them being great at it, it gets to me sometimes. Um i'm like oh shit like oh man and just like uh i went out the other night with a couple of friends uh after work and we were talking um there's this new guy that just started at the restaurant ashton he's a fucking beautiful man (laughs) like hell yeah just a gorgeous motherfucker like a really great personality I was like, "Good lord, this guy over here, you want to talk about mm-hmm. like no fear of hair loss, this man." <laughs> oh, wow. My god. Bro, this is arguably the best head of hair I've ever <laughs> seen in my entire life. It is Oh boy. Yeah, he's just one <laughs> of those And then I go out and let's let's circle it back, man. Like I went out and I got a haircut that I didn't love and like yeah. uh like um my fucking mustache being shaved off where, like I said, like I have a very round face. And so I need like any kind of angle or distraction for it to kind of even myself out for me in my eyes to see like for me to look good. And so like, I'm being surrounded by like all of these just really great looking guys. And I'm like, wow, God, I'm looking kind of rough right now. Like (laughs) it felt (laughs) like I've, my pride has just been taking hit after hit after hit. And that is good and that's good but to a certain extent yeah it's it pretty daunting yes you know? sir
0: yes sir you gotta it's it daunting <laughs> it's like with if, if more than one thing happens where it's like if you get the one and done like with the drumming like if you were had that moment and then that's the only thing you'd be like okay I'm good yeah but it's like one of it yeah. after the other that's like <laughs> oh shit <laughs> it's stacking up dude, dude. <laughs> and then last night
1: man oh boy this like I literally like was so that was like the end of my rope with it. Mm-hmm. Like my patience for it was gone. Um I was like, all right, I'm sick of being humbled. I'm ready to I'm ready to bust myself <laughs> up now. <laughs>
0: I'm sick of being humbled, like let's go.
1: <laughs> Dude, we went to uh we went to D Max last night. And you know, like uh that bar that they do like the jam band nights. Yeah, yeah. I
0: saw you out there.
1: Um Like me, Zach, and a couple of our and Allison, a couple of our friends, we ended up going, and like uh, Zach hopped on stage, absolutely killed it, and then I went on. I went on a song or two after him, and I felt like I was. I was also kind of drunk too, so I could be completely in my head about this, Um, but I felt like I was kind of rushed off of the stage, which you know, this is literally not my. Not my show mm-hmm. that we're doing here. It's getting towards the end of the night. These guys are ready to wrap it up, um. But it felt like I was like, oh shit, man! I felt like I didn't uh, usually we'll play for a lot longer, and I felt like that didn't happen today, and that just sent me back to like just not being good at what I think I'm good at, mm-hmm. and like we, Allison and I, ended up getting home. You know, I'm playing fetch with the dog outside, letting him run around before bed. And, uh, I was like, God damn, man. Like I am so in my head and like, <laughs> I crawl into bed with the house. I was like, dude, I feel like shit. <laughs> She's like, what's up? And I'm just like, my drunken stupor mm-hmm. is just like pouring out of me. And I'm like, man, I just don't feel like I'm that good at anything. I feel like I'm just getting shut up all the time. I feel like I'm like, it's like, I don't know. I've been taking quite a few L's mm-hmm. in my life recently and, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to being past it, yeah. but yeah, dude. you know it hurts, man. It's like absolutely, it gets me. Yeah, it gets me.
0: Can I can I sympathize with you a little bit? Dude, absolutely. There, the way I'm going to do it is relating it to myself, but I'm not making it about myself. I swear.
1: Uh, oh, it's all about you, buddy. <laughs>
0: all the time. Oh, oh, this is the Martin Show. Actually, uh, <laughs> um, no, I to- I totally feel that, especially with music, man. I. I've been humbled like 15 times just being in Lexington and uh, Philly, just like getting into a situation where I've played piano since I was like seven almost, like, you know, as a little kid and getting to a spot where I've never played music uh, professionally, I've never done it to... You know, I've never really officially been in a band that plays consistent shows or anything like that. I've been mm-hmm. I've been I've been in a handful of projects and things and people really. And in those moments, you know, I'm I'm around people who are really talented, but no one knew how to play piano. So I was the guy for that. Right. So. Right. And I will admit my roommate, Ben, he's way better at drums than I am at piano. My roommate, Bailey, she's better at singing than I am at piano. And when mm-hmm. I'm when I'm playing, I, I'm more of an accompany like background. Let me just fill in the gaps, kind of player with that band specifically. And I was getting bogged down because Ben is starting this new project with his uh, with his best friend Kyle and this guy named Andy that he met. And and all three of them are savants, dude. I wa- I went down there yeah. and was just like hanging out. I met Andy and and we were. I was just listening to them play uh, and practice their set because they actually they formed a little project and a little band together. And there was like a moment where I was sitting there just watching going, dude, everyone is on level 10 and I'm on level two and I will never be able... And I didn't even get the chance to like... It wasn't even a situation where I played with them and I couldn't keep up or anything. I was just listening to them and I was already at the fact that like I would never be able to keep up or be with them right. or, like, in their band. or And I didn't even get the chance to, like, pridely prove myself or anything. But um, I just, I don't know. I got I got so bogged down of, like, they asked me to jam a couple times, and I got so in my head about, I'm going to hold you guys back. I'm not going to be as good as you guys are. I'm not, you know, I'm. you guys do your thing. I'm not going to. And I didn't say that verbatim. I was just like, no, no, I'm busy. I got stuff to do. I'm sorry. Yeah. Um, but in my head, I was just like, "No, I'm deflecting because I I do not want to be there with you guys. I'm going to look like an idiot. I'm gonna I'm just going to hold people back. I'm not going to be able to like play along. They don't care. They don't. It's just a jam band. Yeah. It's like you were saying, like you were with your friends, uh, and it's not that they care. It's just like I I want to be able to hang. I want to be able to be that guy that adds value to the hangout. At, yeah. Like
1: I want to yeah. contribute. I want
0: to contribute. Or you know, and if I can't contribute. To the extent that you guys can, I want to be able to be like, I can hold my own, you know? And and when I was just watching that, I, I was looking at them and myself being, dude, you're so far from what you thought you were and what you yep. actually are good at that you need to, like, go and practice more. And it, like, made me, like, think about, yeah. all right, well, I'm going to leave and just go practice on my own so I get better. Like, it was that <laughs> bad. Like, I was like, I need to practice so I can even hang up. Yeah and yeah 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 and i get bogged down um but i don't i like i kind of you kind of have to w- almost like trick yourself because music to me is a passion of mine and it's part of my identity a huge part of it but it's not like you were saying it's not a catch all so how much do i value being good at this thing compared to people who it is their catch all you know mm-hmm. and I, I'm kind of trying to do that thing where I don't think humility is a sense of putting yourself down. I think a humility is putting other people up and humility is a little bit being like, I did have, a I did, I was humbled a little bit being like, I am not good at as, as good as I thought I was. Right. Yep. But then I got mad and like jealous and irritated that I wasn't going to be able to like hang out. So I, gotten a pissy fit and went on my own and was like oh, i'm not gonna do it but when i should be celebrating how good the, my friends are at the things that they love and i that yeah. was really that was really humbling for me it was not necessarily a self perspective on oh i'm i need to go practice and i'm not as good as i thought it, it was more of like i'm mad at my friends for being better than me that's i'm an idiot like not, you know, like that it, it sounds like when I say it out oh, loud, yeah. it's not, it's not being, it's not an idiot thought because everyone has those. Um, and it's like, I have to just catch myself being like, no, dude, you, yes, they are better than you, but humble yourself and celebrate their wins. Like their dedication and their passion to be good at this thing took years. And they were also kids playing music. They just were a little more dedicated than you. And I get in this mode of being like, if someone's better than me, celebrate it. Like, don't. Take it offensively or don't get irritated because you're not as good as them because you didn't have the same route as them. But I, I'm i a – we talked about jealousy a little bit. I may not be a jealous person in, in romantic relationships, but if you're better than me at piano, I'm going to be a jealous motherfucker. <laughs> like, I don't know <laughs> yeah. what it is. I'll hide it yeah. and I won't make it, but I'll, internally I will feel, fuck, dude. I will stew. I am not yeah. – good at this thing (laughs) and
1: uh no man i left the i fucking left the bar last night just like god damn like i need to i need to sit down and practice like i distinctly remember like when music when playing drums was my everything yep and i would literally practice for an hour to every day because like i had the seclusion to do it i had a place to go i had time yep you know it was and in that period i i got so much better um in a short amount of time like a year i think i played like that for a year if i'm not mistaken yeah where there were like no days off like it was just <laughs> i was so like just i would literally when i got my first car i i, I used to go practice um at our church um i Parents had a key to the church, um, and my little brothers, you know, they were playing soccer at the park across the street from the church, so I would be like, oh yeah, I'm just going to go over there, and then when I got my first car, um... I would literally go at midnight, you know, while nobody's... Like, I'm the only one up in my house. I'm like, oh, I want to go play drums so bad right now. So I would go sneak out and go play drums at the church.
0: Hell yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. And, like... <laughs> drumming with Jesus. And, like,
1: <laughs> drumming with Jesus, baby. Beats for Jesus. <laughs> Beats for <like>, J-Dog. <laughs> um, I was, like, I was so in it. And I was so... I got so much better in in that year because that's all I was doing. I didn't have friends like that, you know, like I didn't go out. I didn't 100%. I, wasn't able to, you know? Like uh, it was that was my escape from from being pissed off, at my parents being mad at my living situation being so ready just to leave and going to find my own way that that's what my own way was. That's and yes, sir. over time that has that has I'm not going to say deteriorated. You know, it's it's just taken Uh, a spot on the back burner and i am a person who desperately wants to find that thing Mm -hmm. that i am great at and like i am solid at a lot of things like i i will put my all in if i'm trying something new i will fucking go for it and we'll see what sticks absolutely And I'll start these projects, but then I just like, oh, this isn't it. And then I abandon it. Mm -hmm. Like, I get this trait from my mom, dude. Like, you want to talk about as you get older, you think you're more like one parent, but you're actually (laughs) so much like your other one.
0: Yes. Oh, my God. Dude,
1: I am like, I am so similar to my mother. It freaks me out. It scares me. It makes me mad. (laughs) (laughs) It makes me mad. To where, like, my mom, I remember growing up, like, she would go through these these phases of something that she was completely into. And, you know, they were very mom things to be completely into. Yeah. Like, my mom was really into extreme couponing for, like, two months. Yep. <laughs> and then I'm talking, like, all of her time devoted into, like, <laughs> bro, we had a soap for two years <laughs> that she got. Like, she got a two-year supply of, like, laundry detergent for like 30 bucks or some shit like that because she stacked a trillion different coupons or something. Um, and then when that was over, you know, she went into making bread, and, like, we had so much bread around the house at <laughs> all
0: times. Carbol- Bro, Martin, I'm, not even
1: jo- I'm not even joking with you, dude. We had, like, seven separate loaves of different bread that my mom just spent all day making. Holy like-
0: shit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if you've ever had crawfish bread, but that shit slapped. Um, no. No. Damn, that uh, good. I never had it since, but it was delicious. But like, I, it was. I get that trait from my mom where I want to try all these different things, and I want to be. I envelop myself with the idea of it, and then a week and a half later, I'm like, "All right, well, I'm, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not a natural. You know, <laughs> I'm not a whiz at this." So. Yep. Yep. I, I'm. Fo- I'm so focused on finding the thing that I just pick up and am great at immediately, and I know that's. Damn near impossible.
0: Yes, it because is. there
1: is a level of devotion that you need to get to the level that you want to be at. Yep. And I I trick myself so many times, like <laughs> no matter what it is, and I don't know if, and honestly, let me let me be frank here. Mm-hmm. Me, there is, there are things that I say things, plural. No, there's one singular thing that I think I'm amazing at, and I think I'm great at, and it is arguably my catch-all and it is things like this Mm -hmm. where these and allison like really opened my eyes to it last night where like she saw i was upset i was like dude i just need like some i just need some words of encouragement and i need some like (laughs) i need some feel good yeah and uh she's like jordan i've never met a person who is so comfortable getting on a deep level with people and being able to maintain it and not judgmental about it. And I was like, hot damn. Like, you're right. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I look back on it and like, um, let me get a little prideful here. Cause I've earned it. Yeah. Earned um, it, baby. Like, <laughs> you put in the hours. <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> I put in the work. Um, like I think about all my friends and, um, um, As much as I love going out in big groups with people and, like, just doing things in a group setting, like, my my funnest nights are are where I really feel alive and myself and, like, on top of the world are two or three of us just either sitting by a fire at 1 a.m. and just shooting the shit real well, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. or... Closing down a bar with some of my good friends and, like, not just being like, yeah, work sucked today, but, no, like, actually getting into some some substance of conversation Absolutely. with them. Like, it it makes me feel like my barber on all that cocaine. Like, it feels <laughs> like I'm on top of the world. Like, He's wigging out over here, dude. I feel unstoppable. I feel unstop- unstoppable. And, like, I I don't know if that's, like, something for me to... <laughs> It makes it makes it feel wrong to say, like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to envelop all my time and just really dissecting people. No, that's not what I want
0: this to be. <laughs> Diagnose um, everyone.
1: <laughs> oh, man. But, like, that's what I'm just naturally always been good at. Mm-hmm. Like, once I was able to talk to pe- people comfortably, I was able to get on a a deeper level and be, like, really great friends with them because I could hear them out and so that makes me really happy that makes me very proud it makes me very makes me feel like I've been a good human and I you know I just want
0: people to know I got their backs oh absolutely I mean you're the reason that I have been able to I like I've never had trouble opening up and talking about these deep conversations but I mean with you, you gave me some really hardcore firsthand evidence that you can have these conversations. It be helpful. Get to know someone a little bit more and understand like where people's minds are at. And because like I'm not gonna lie, this we i i think we're the i mean i don't know why but this is this is the reason why i think there's a god cuz like you're the same person as i am i'm the jack of all trades i think i have a hand in a lot of things that i'm okay at but i'm not great at and
1: yeah
0: i'm that same way i get fired up about a project and then i go all in and then as soon as something doesn't work out with it i kind of backtrack and i go oh i'm not good at this like let me you know or i'm not as good as i thought i was going to be at it I'm one and done. I'll finish it. Like, I'm I'm pretty good about, you know, like, it, same example I'm just going to pick on your mom. Like, if I was to go make bread, I think I could do it, but I'm not going to do it to the extent of a professional baker. And I don't know why. Right. It's like, if I, if it doesn't come out like that, I will be hurt, and I will be upset, and I will, like, be hard on myself. And there's no catch Of being like dude that was your first time ever doing that that was your first time like yeah and even with this like situation of with our podcast and stuff I mean I, I don't know it's so easy to talk to you and be open with you and I feel that way with everyone else and I think that's our strength me and you like I'm the same I feel like the exact same way I'm really I am that friend that people come to to talk about their feelings with, or if they have something on their mind, they'll call me and I'll be that man for them. So like, I am confident to say, Hey, I am, I can talk and relate and sympathize and empathize with people well enough to where they feel comfortable. Like I'm their person for that. And it doesn't extrapolate. Like when you're really good at this thing and you don't even realize you're good at it. And then you're bad at something that you think that you care about is like even more, I it's that's where the humble comes in is like yeah I may not be good at piano but you know I'm able to voice that I'm not good at piano except that go like be humility or humility sets in where I can like I know practice and the way I think about that and then it that kind of thought process translates to when people talk to me of you know I help them dissect it that way of okay, well, do you, how much do you care about this thing? Is it really affecting your day to day? Is it like something that you just wish you were good at, or is it something that you're devoted to be good at? And the way I, I don't know, I break it down that way with everyone. And I, and that feels natural. That feels like when I'm talking to people Mm -hmm. and helping them explore options and they're helping me explore other options in my mind, like you, you do on, every time we do this, it's, I don't go, Oh, like, Hooter is just a great communicator. He listens. I like those things don't really come up. And then like later when you're thinking about the things that you're good at, you're only thinking about the things that you want to be good at, not the things that you're yeah. actually good at. And yeah, I don't know. I got to have to catch myself of being, you know, I'm not a licensed therapist and no means do I want to be, but I am really good at listening and communicating with people. And letting people like opening up a door where vulnerability is accepted and, and not being not ju- not judgmental on the situation and that like all these social mm-hmm. cues and like social uh things we're always learning and getting better at but that's like the one thing i never was like oh I'm, I'm really good at that i'm really like i i think i'm a good friend but not only a good friend i think that these aspects that make up a good uh person that is doing what i'm doing this is the qualities that make up a good person. And so I'm doing those things, but I don't correlate myself being good at it because it's. I don't pride myself on being that person for people. I just am, if that makes sense. Like, yeah. like when people come to me and we hang up and we have a great conversation, we hang up and I'm like, yeah, like I'm good at combos. Like that went so well. Like, what, <laughs> what? I just go, all right, cool. Like we had a conversation. I was there for them. That's great. And that's like, <laughs> there's nothing else that comes out of that that's not. I do feel good personally because I helped someone, but I'm not all feel good because I was like, I did that so well. I'm so good at this. like, yeah. And, uh, and I think you're in that same boat with you're good at a lot of things. And I think you're great at a lot of things that you don't know you're great at. And with the help of Allison and your friends and pe- what people that's, it's going to take someone pointing those things out because you're not going to realize how good you are at it. And then when someone points it out and you're aware of it, let's say someone said you're, you know, you open that door for communication and vulnerability and you end up, you're aware of that now. And you go out and hang out with all your friends and yeah, you realize that none of them are open up. Like when they, when something up, like let's say you open up for vulnerability, they don't handle it well. And you go, whoa, now that I was aware I'm a good communicator, now I'm aware that you're not really the best communicator or the best – and that's not like a – that's not a judgmental like you're bad at this. I'm not going to open up to you anymore. You just like catch yourself being like, oh, Allison said I was really good at that. I didn't know if I believed it or if I, like, you know, internally didn't really internalize it to the full extent where I 100% believed it. But now that I'm getting evidence that with my friends and noticing other people that they're not as good as me as in this thing, it's like, I don't know. I kinda go, it kind of boosts me up being like, okay, someone pointed that I'm good at this. I didn't realize it at first, and now I think I'm going to lean into it because I am good at it. Like, I don't know. You kind of make an assumption of to yourself and yeah. go, and I'm like, ah, like – I'm kind of losing my thought going around it, but I'm just thinking like when I'm in, when I'm in that boat, if someone tells me that I'm good at something and I don't believe it, it's going to take a second to acknowledge that I'm good at it and, or believe it. And that's what I get. I get caught up in that because no one tells me I'm good at piano. No one tells me I'm good at uh, art and no one tells me I'm good at podcasting or no one tells me I'm good at being a geologist, but those are all things that I'm doing right now. And I'm, consider Mm -hmm. myself at least decent at all of those things but i i don't know i like it i don't i don't even know what i'm trying to get at it's just like i feel i need to let go of a lot i need to let go of my expectations on things i need to let go of being the best i do have that like perfect uh or perfectionism bug in me Mm -hmm. where if i'm like you were saying if i'm not good at something i'm gonna fucking like be dismissive about it and yep, I uh because it's not going to come out perfect but I I need to get over that because every like most things in my life I'm going to try or do is not going to work out perfectly you know and I just yeah and maybe it comes with age maybe it comes with actually doing those things and but I don't know like humility is I never think I'm as good as I think I am. Um, even if I am good at something, so it's it's always helpful when people point that out, and you can kind of people help you aware that, and you you know you're able to lean into it more. But that's kind of I don't know. It's kind of what I was getting at It's like people telling you you're good at something, but you don't believe it, and then you end up acknowledging what they said, and you're like, oh wow, I actually am good at that, um, which is something totally drastic differently than music. Like all those situations you were in with art and music those things made you feel like you were inadequate because you weren't to that level yeah. yet and then something that you were unaware of that Allison brought up makes you extremely adequate in a total different sector of life and it's it just takes you to say hey is that valuable or not and i think it is i think Allison telling you that oh yeah and like i wish you know and like i'm not going to say you need to believe that because you know you're your own person and you have your own thoughts and feelings but i would say like definitely lean into it and there's nothing wrong with that if you're we're not going to be good at everything but i want to i want to be <laughs> but i'm not Fine, going to, to yeah. <laughs> like, fuck that dude i wish i was great at everything um can i ask you a question were you a kid who when you did most things as a kid you were pretty decent at it like maybe not professional um, you know, obviously not like that way, but like if you tried something yeah. as a kid, you were pretty good at it. No matter really yeah, what it I've, was. I've
1: always been I've always been able to like, catch on pretty quick. Okay. Uh when it comes to things. Um <laughs> Oh man, like definitely most like the biggest example uh like all throughout grade school, like I was really smart and like was able to like um like I didn't need to study and I would ace everything. I didn't need to yep. do whatever. And then I got to like my last two years of high school and then like that just went out the window.
0: <laughs> and when,
1: especially when I got to college and I was like, oh, yeah, because I was so like set in my ways of I was like, oh, yeah, I got this. I just I just soak it right in. Yep. And I ended up getting like an F on a fucking exam or something. Oh, God. <laughs> Hit me quick. Um, stuff like that um like playing sports and stuff like i'm not the most athletic guy around but i've always like loved playing sports i grew up you know playing pickup football and basketball and baseball with all my little neighborhood friends and shit like i was never the worst one and so i had like an inclination for athletics for sure um but i remember i went out for um and I got completely torn down, uh like when I went out for my like high school sports teams I tried out for or something uh all these kids are so much better than me, and I was just like ah oh, man jeez mm-hmm. i'm i uh, I'm pretty solid in the neighborhood, but like you know like <laughs> it's like one of those big it's one of those big um there's always a bigger fish you know yep. types of deal type of deals, yeah. And so once I saw those bigger fish I was like all right well time to try something else my <laughs> shit like yep yeah it was just a constant in my life being thinking that I'm a lot better at something than I actually am and then I run into the the I I meet someone who is or a group of people that are far and away
0: better than me yep. and
1: I get discouraged and I move on
0: yeah. That's exactly the route I take, and it's hard because, like, with piano up until this point, especially now, maybe not as a kid, but I was that kid, too. I never had to study, and, like, school was pretty easy until, like, the end of high school and beginning of college, <laughs> and then, uh, like, I swear we have the same life, dude, and then I was, like, good enough at sports <laughs> know, <it's> <laughs> to where, you know, I made the all-star, you know, baseball team a couple times. Like, I was, like, you know, neighborhood rec league. I was, like, all right, like right, I'm decent, and then, yeah, I got to... I hit puberty a lot later than most kids in high school. So I was I was, you know, two feet shorter, hundred pounds lighter than most kids by the time that happened. So I was like, all right, I'm not playing sports and at that level anymore. So yeah. <laughs> that was a, a hit full pride. But I don't know, you kinda said it where no matter what you do, there's always gonna be someone better. And I think when you meet yeah. that person to, you know, it's it's almost like there's times where you can take it as a learning opportunity or you can take it as, um, you know, a hit to your pride, which I do have a pride issue, but maybe not in this sense. Uh, my more, Mine's more of like uh, I have to prove myself to certain people um, in certain ways, like financially and my independence and things like mainly like life mm-hmm. stuff, not necessarily what I'm good at. But I mean... I mean, I compare myself to my brother all the time. He was an A-class athlete. He played soccer. He was a defenseman. And he's been that guy who was, you know, he's a good-looking guy. He's very athletic. And he just, I mean, he played on these soccer teams and and was on travel soccer for, you know, these Junior Olympic teams and things. And I I mean, Mm -hmm. as a little kid, like... Not to be rude or like not to be frank or like or you know, whatever the case may be, but I looked at that and saying even into my brother it was that way. I was like, I'll never be like that. Like we have total different body yeah. types and so he was like a short stocky guy and I'm so skinny and kinda lanky and I was just like, I'll never be him and I'm not even lying. That's yeah. the piano came into my life and pridefully I was like, Well, he does knows nothing about music I'm going to get into this and I started yeah. getting into it and I started getting pretty good at it and I knew he wasn't and it really drove me <laughs> to be good at it <laughs> because I knew he would never yeah. amount to like that. And and I didn't even think he thought he was encouraged. He was like, Oh, of course play piano, man. Like if you're good at this, like lean into it. He was all encouraging, all encompassing. Like he wants me to do this. And on my end, I'm like, I'm doing this. Cause I've, Fucking, I hate you because I'm not as good as you. (laughs) Doing this out of spite. (laughs) I'm doing this out of spite almost. Um, And obviously I got to high school and that kind of faded out. But uh, I played jazz jazz band for a while in in high school. And I went through the same phase of like you going to play uh, drums in church. That was my drums in church was jazz band in high school was I finally got a release. I got to play with people. I got to get better. And but all those kids were better than me like uh, you know essentially like i was not a mm-hmm. the best musician out there in any means and it's i don't i don't know man i feel inadequacy feels it, it just i don't know what it doesn't make me i don't if I, I can't tell if it makes me angry or sad or both i don't
1: Oh, I definitely feel both. Like, I definitely feel both. I
0: think it's like initially I get angry because I'm not as good as the person and then I get sad because I'm like, oh, I'll never be like that. And <laughs> yeah. And then it discourages me it, from like, doing stuff.
1: <laughs> Most of the time, like it is not like as I've gotten older and I and there are these things that I know like I know are big parts of my life. I know I'll never give these stupid drums up. I know I'll never do it. Exactly. I know I'll never give up just drawing stupid little cartoons because they make me laugh. You know, it's um, 95% of the time that discouragement turns into drive to be better. Mm -hmm. And I'm so excited for this upcoming week. Like. Once next week comes around, I'm going to be behind the drums a lot, you know? Like, I'm going to be practicing my ass off because it's like, all right. Like, it's it's not so much a, all right, this will show them. It's like, no, like, this will show me, you know? Like, that's what I want. It's – I don't take that that humility as, well, I need to show these guys up. It's like, no, I need to show myself up. Like, I – I'm so self focused when it comes to this that it's kind of a good thing. Um but it makes me push myself harder to do it when people say I can't do it. And I'm like, Oh, I'll figure it out. Like I'll get it. I'll mm-hmm. like <laughs> I have this much belief in myself. Yep. When it comes to this stuff that, you know, I I can get there. I know like I have the foundation for it already. I know what I need to do. It's just doing it. And that's the big upside of of all this shit yep. yeah. <laughs> is that i know i'm going to be better next week than i am today dude and yes absolutely So i'm thankful for it but it's just a difficult little rough patch yeah. to to walk through absolutely but, well
0: i think i don't know i think that's like, the appropriate yeah. way to to look at humility is to prove it to yourself not others i mean that's if you're if you're not good at something and you want to be good at it don't prove like no one actually gives a shit if you're good or bad at that thing you do you know like we care if we're good at that thing so if you are prove it to yourself you know put in the work put in the dedication or like you know however much time you need to get to that benchmark that you set for yourself or expectation you set for yourself and and then prove it to yourself that's what humility is for me i think now that i'm really like kind of contemplating it is like you got to take the hit to the pride you got to digest and internalize it and then prove to yourself that you can like uh prove yourself wrong that you're not that inadequate at that thing and if you do take some time to to learn and grow it's like that's that's where it's at that's where it's uh that's where the growth is and i i don't i don't know because i get i get caught up of yes i do care about playing piano that is a fact but it's not my catch-all. So like, if I'm not in a band and I'm not making it my life goal to be in a band and play shows for a living, why am I getting so upset that I'm not as good as this person who is trying to make it their day job and trying to do things where they put themselves uh, in positions where they are getting better every time they play? I kind of had to check myself of – like with – uh with Ben and Kyle and Andy, Andy and their band, they are just such talented musicians. And when I watched them for that time, I, I had to go like, this means a lot more to them than it does to me. Like I can't, I can't compare because my level of caring to play music is it's a hobby. It makes me happy. I want to be good at it to like you know play with people and have that interaction and that and experience with people but I, I it's not my day job so the humility for me is like uh, ah, let me just take a back seat for a second because I I'm recognizing that I don't care about being as good as you guys as you do yeah. and like I I get caught up uh just kind of in that whirlwind of you know I'm feeling inadequate and then I think tell myself well you don't care as much as them and then I start practicing, and I'm not as good, and then it goes back to the inadequacy, and it's like I'm I'm kind of on this teeter totter of trying to trick myself into not caring, but then I do care, like internally. I don't, it doesn't make me hate people, it doesn't make me jealous of people, and where I distance myself from people. I'm not I don't get actually upset at the person. That's not the thing. It's it's yeah. I get mad at my ability compared to this person and i will celebrate and encourage of like hooter like <laughs> like this is the thing i like, hooter you are so fucking good at drums and you got in front of people who not only are good at music but like are way better in music than you but comparatively you versus me on the drums dude you could teach me a million things, and if I sat down on the drums, you would probably like. Oh, that's a little, you know, like, oh, you need to stop, Martin, like, <laughs> I, you know. So it's you're better than ninety percent of people on this earth at drums. You know, you may not be better than that ten percent, but that you're better than the most of the world at playing drums. If that makes sense, oh, you know what
1: I mean. Like, no, it does. It does. I can't lie. I don't like. I don't like looking at it that way.
0: I had a feeling. I had a feeling. It's too vague. It's too vague.
1: That, no, it's not even that. It just it makes me feel bad. It's like the uh, the cheerleader effect. It's like, oh man, you look so much better when you're around all these ugly girls. You know,
0: <laughs> you look better when you're around people that suck. <laughs> <laughs> I Oh my god, you're so right. Oh
1: man. You're so right. I just think that's a bad light to stand in. You know what?
0: You're right. You're right.
1: <laughs> Let me check myself, you right. I don't know, man. I feel like with these things I have to treat myself like like a little bonsai tree and just you gotta cut it back to shape it, you know?
0: It's a great it's a great way to look yeah.
1: at it. Yeah. Yeah, cut it back to shape it and Yeah, it'll be great. Yeah. And it's shit like this, you know, I say this, I feel like I say this to you once a month, but dude, every time I talk to you, I feel so much better. Like I really do. It's fucking annoying. It's fucking annoying.
0: I will. Uh, I, I want to ask you because, you know, we've been talking about this, uh, like feeling inadequate. And for our final thoughts, I kind of want to, I, I want to know what, like you said, your your inadequacy drives you to be better. And I think that it's, that's definitely a a very good attribute and, like, uh, process to kind of go through that. But what is, like, really think, like, what's, how do you get out of that feeling of inadequacy? Or is it always there and you just have to fight it constantly? Um, water it with blood, sweat, and
1: tears. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, okay. It's the tears that make it good. <laughs> it's yeah. like it's it's I don't know it's it's proving to myself that I'm i so the way i I look at life and think about things, I hate putting things into a box, I hate th- putting people into a box and just keeping them there, like oh, you were like this at one point, so you're always going to be that guy, yep. you know mm-hmm. I think everyone has opportunities to grow and prove themselves wrong and change drastically like and that gives me hope and whenever i am feeling like uh, a little piece of garbage um just because i have that sense of belief in change that i know (laughs) i could be a giant mountain of garbage one day yeah yeah (laughs) like it's it's i have that
0: ability to to get... <laughs> okay. Uh no the reason I asked that is because the the inadequacy part of it is I don't think that I have moments of inadequacy. I think I live in a state of inadequacy. And not not to say it's oh, always dude. on the front for like the front of my mind and I'm always in everything I'm in, I'm thinking I'm inadequate. That's not it. It's just uh if I get into a position I almost try to fight it where I go, you know, like with music, if I get in a situation where I'm not as good as the people I'm around, I will fight that inadequacy of being like, no, I am good at this. I'm going to keep up. And then it, you know, obviously I can't keep up. So it doesn't work out and I'm frustrated and I'm a little embarrassed yeah. and I'm a little, and it feels like, it almost feels like I can never feel like I'm not inadequate but it, i'm also not on the far end of the spectrum where i'm like i i here, how do i explain it like i'm not full of myself and i'm not you know bragging and and ex, like yeah. exploiting how good i am about everything but i'm also not like driving myself into the ground of you're so bad you just just stop you need to stop doing it. like it's never that it's like i'm right in the middle where i know i'm not as good as i am and I need to fight that and I need to practice and prove myself wrong. But I'm always fighting a little bit of like, you know, you're not good, dude. You need to like eat. And so like, I, I don't know. That's kind of my process. And I don't think that's very healthy because it, it there d- is, does lead into you, other things.
1: Yeah. Um, I think I think you're right. I think we all do live in a state of inadequacy. And solely because there is always a next step to something like you don't cap out in anything, you know. It's oh, true. Advancements are being made in everything every day, you know, and just like our ever expanding universe. <laughs> Let me get it. I was going to say global when I'm talking about it. that, ain't right. Uh, <laughs> okay. That's very inadequate. Okay, Neil deGrasse.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, man. It's – it's knowing – to me, I'm very comfortable in the inadequacy soup because mm-hmm. I know I'll never get out of it. I know no one will ever get out of it, and it gives me some sort of comfort that we're all in it
0: together. <laughs> Amen. Dude, we're all sitting in that bowl together.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, man. And, like, it's just – This is feeling a little less inadequate. (laughs) It's feeling like it's, it's, (laughs) it's knowing that no one is ever going to be the best, maybe for, you know, a split second, but guess what? Someone's right on your tail. Yep. You know, it's, there's always someone better and there's always, it's, it's just how you look at that inadequacy of, was like, well, I guess if I can never, you know, master this, then I am done for. Uh, why even try? It's, No, like, I'm never going to be a master at this. And so that means I have so much more to learn always, you know?
0: 100%.
1: Like, I'll never be done with it. Mm -hmm. It's growing no matter what. Yeah. And so it's just how, yeah, that's how I stay somewhat calm (laughs) in the drowning waters. Yep, yep. Um, You
0: can always gain something at any point.
1: You can always gain something, yeah.
0: Yeah, the good thing is, is like, it it is comforting to know that all the work you put in, and I'm going to relate it to drums, is like it's not going away. You may have, you may need to, you know, if you take a month off or whatever, you know, you may take time off of it, and you may need to get back into the rhythm, but it's not going away. So that's that's kind of comforting to me too. Is I may not be good at piano, but I still can play. I can still, like do my thing. I can still do it to still the Still en- hold it down. Still hold it down to the enjoyment that it brings me joy. So, yeah, like, why, you know, I live in that inadequacy state of saying, yeah, you're not the best, but also I'm proud of where I am, and if I do end up taking some time off or I, you know, I don't do it for a while and I go back to it, I'm not- and this goes for everything, you're still gonna have that leftover, like, I'm still gonna go at this. I still put in enough time to where, it's showing, you know. I can still play yeah. this thing, and that's kind of what humbles me up, or you know, maybe not humble up, but like same with, same boat as you. Is like keeps me sane, keeps me like, like oh yeah, it takes, yeah. you you've taken a month off a of piano, and then you go back and you're like, ah, oh, I need to get my sea legs back or my sea fingers or whatever you want <laughs> to say. But yeah, uh, I knock the rust off, rock yeah. the rust off, but it's still there. It's still there, and and that goes for a lot, man. That's and that's the, I'm like you know pride pride is it hurts dude and you don't think you have a pride issue until those kind of moments and then you go whoa whoa yep. dude like how how have you been this prideful about this aspect of your life for so long and have never called yourself out on it cuz i've called myself out right. on like we had this discussion of like asking for money i was so prideful at that time in my life that i would rather starve than ask for money and yeah that yeah. was not a good decision but I, I like knew that about myself. I was like, no, I know this is bad. I told, I even told like, you know, I ended up telling my parents about how prideful I was about asking them for money. And especially when I was in college and I was like, mom, I haven't eaten in two days. And my mom's thinking I'm dying, you know? She's like, let me give you some money to go get some food. And I'm like, nope, like won't do it. And I know myself very prideful on that. But then you, you know, take a look back and you're feeling all these feelings the same the same emotions that i feel towards that financial stuff is the same way i feel about this music stuff and i'm not catching myself yet with the music stuff and i'm like the fuck dude you you're having all those same emotions you're you're feeling the exact same way you're frustrated you're jealous you're you're getting worked up your anxiety is going crazy about it you know you're you're worried about this thing and it's not you're your pride's getting in the way and then you have to take a reality check and that reality check, no one is, I don't think, at least from my perspective, no one's told me I've been too prideful about something or no one's ever pointed, hey, you need to like pump your brakes. You're not as good as you thought you were. Like, you know, no one's ever had that conversation with me. It's all internal. It's always like a battle of the Martin that I actually am and the Martin that I think I am and where do I fall into that? You know, and it's, yeah I, th- I think i'm just kind of like battling that uh that that i don't know I, that state of being prideful and i i think pride is that's a good aspect to people i think it 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 helps you in some certain stance some circumstances yeah but for me i have noticed that if if i'm having a pride issue i've gotta i've gotta tell somebody or i've gotta I don't know how to describe it. And it's not to make myself look dumb or embarrass myself, but that's almost what it does when I tell people how prideful I am about certain things. It's embarrassing. It's like, it's not comfortable. Yeah. It's not like, you know, even with you, like telling you this stuff, it's like, I'm kind of losing my train of thought because I'm, I'm nervous. And for some reason I'm feeling some kind of anxiety telling you that I'm prideful about certain things because I don't deem pride as a good value to a certain extent and i'm like "Ah, i know i'm not doing it right and i know i'm not to the (laughs) extent in which when we talk about this like you know when we're talking about third party it's easy to be so yes this is the way you should do it this is the way it is and then certain things like this where pride is something that is like a trigger for me where i go oh like that's kind of hard to talk about that's it makes me feel dumb makes me feel like i'm it's, a, I don't know, like kind of not worthless, but like, dude, that's, you're getting worked up over some dumb things and that yeah. is something I'm working on. So like, you know, that's, I you want, that's man. something real. I don't, and that's, you know, I, I, I don't know if I've painted a picture that we go in these conversations with beautiful ideas on how we handle all this stuff. And that's something that's, this is one of those things that if you're listening to this and you go, Hey, Martin had no clue what he was talking about. That's why I'm. Am, I'm am just like I'm so nervous and talking about it, and but I I want to share it. Like this is part of helping me grow. This is like take the pride. May Martin take a hit to your pride and be vulnerable to you know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's it's nervous. It, like, it makes me nervous, and I and I can only I can only assume that that's like it's like that for other people, and yeah, and I don't think I'm a special case. Because obviously, me and you are the same in the same boat, floating down the same river at the moment.
1: You're a special case to me, Marty.
0: <laughs> special case to
1: me. Oh man,
0: dude, there is so I have such. Well, a- but
1: I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to cut you off. I do, oh, no, have to, I do have to head out. <laughs> you don't want to talk to
0: me anymore. You don't want to talk to me anymore. <laughs> what if I just threw a fit? I got to be out that
1: door and. In- 15 minutes. Oh
0: shit! Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, Lord. yeah. Absolutely. All right, everyone. Yeah, we're uh, we're ending this. You can go <laughs> follow us at Almost Cool Pod. You can follow me at Creation underscore Martin. You can follow Hooter at Jordan Hooter underscore. Um, if you can write into the email at uh, almostcoolpod at gmail dot com, leave a review, please. If you could, that would be amazing. Share with a friend. Um, leave five stars. It's a really big thing for us. Um, really helps us out and. Uh, yeah we'll be back next week for maybe part two of this I don't know we like this motherfucker, yeah, cut, let's this keep motherfucker going, cut me off so I got more to say about it <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah no I love everybody we love you and uh, we'll, we'll see you next week for more juicy topics
1: juicy. topics
0: <laughs> bye everybody <laughs>